Welcome to Camper Chicks, brought to you by Aspen Grove RV Park. Hi, Anissa. Hi, Krista. How are you today? I'm so happy. <laughs> I love that you're happy. I'm happy because you're happy. It's so, well, I was about to say sunny, but it's a little cloudy today. It is a little cloudy today in northern Utah. A little, a little sad. We just got all of our, yeah. most of our flowers and stuff yeah. planted yesterday. Getting the park nice and spruced up and ready for the end season. Yeah. Make it all pretty. And it's fun. Helping the little tiny honeybees. <gasps> the honeybees. So they can get their nectar. The pollinators. <laughs> They're so cute. I was looking at them. They were in the little, um, the weeds. Yes. What are those? Dandelions. Dandelions, yeah. And they're just buzzing around. <laughs> pollinating their little legs or yeah so are those little you know those little tiny tiny ones mm -hmm. are those also i think those are honeybees are they just so. a different breed is that what you call them species? maybe they're dehydrated because they're the dehydrated lack of water bees. so if i sprinkle water where they <laughs> they might poop up think. i don't know and then we also got our garden yeah oh started yeah. yeah i'm so excited it's gonna be so fun so excited for all kinds of goodies yeah. we got some new things to try this year we got artichokes brussels sprouts so i was oh, looking up brussels sprouts how they grow and it's almost like they so they yeah. sprout up and then, and then they they're shoot on the, off of it yeah it's like like the like bananas yeah how bananas like a are bunch like, of bananas yeah yeah but it's a bunch of Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Those to be big and strong. I know. I, think. I cannot wait. Jonathan doesn't like Brussels sprouts, I do. but I love Brussels sprouts. So I figured, well, I'll just grow them from the garden. Yeah. So when I feel like cooking up some Brussels sprouts, I'll have them there. You can have them for yourself. They do take a hundred days to grow, and though, like to go through their process. But we'll, well, it'll be a fall thing. We'll have plenty of Brussels sprouts <laughs> towards the end of this year. Perfect. It'll be fine. It'll be worth it. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my gosh so today we're going to talk about pros and cons of rv living but i have a present for you oh are you ready? you're doing to me what yeah. i did to you yes. okay should i close my eyes and put out my hands well can i peek? oh gosh i am not flexible you can you can't oh no. see it so here's this <laughs> here's the first part okay the first part first part there's not an animal in there is look at it okay what does it look like? It looks like powdered milk turned into a frother. Oh, are we going to try this? <laughs> That's the only it milk I can find. It is the powdered I milk. I was texting Lily before she came and I was like, Lily, I need milk. But then she was already here. Is there an ice cube in here? It was really warm. <laughs> I just, That's excellent. Excellent. I was, I was like. <laughs> There's something bobbing around and I wasn't sure what it's, it's an ice cube. Okay. I, I can I can handle an ice cube. Okay. So we, we got these to stock in our retail store at Aspen Grove RV Park, and they are little straws that have so we got strawberry and we got chocolate. chocolate yes. That we got to sell. Oh listen to that. <laughs> okay, let's taste it. Are you what about you? How are you gonna taste this? I don't mind sharing James. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Watching the milk shoot through. Is it caca? That's not bad. The powdered milk definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not bad, though. It's definitely strawberry. Strawberry. It's like a Nesquik in a straw. It is like Nesquik. I like so it. So do you just drink it till it's gone? I think so. Do you want more? <laughs> <laughs> Let me give it another. 
That's funny because oh, it, it gets reaches, sweeter. Yeah. Oh, try it again. When it reaches your it's mouth, like, it's still the milk mm-hmm. color. But it's sweeter as you drink it down because it almost like starts to dissolve the little yeah. the little beads. <laughs> it's so cool. I like that. I let's see. I would give this. I think I give this a nine out of ten. Yeah. Definitely higher than yeah. the Peeps Pepsi. <laughs> well, <laughs> mm. it's good, huh? I enjoy this. Yeah. This is rather delightful. Well, maybe we'll, no you complaints. will have to try the chocolate one. <laughs> I think so. Perfect. I didn't inter- mean to interrupt you. No, yeah. no. I was like, but my surprise. I like it. Thank you for bringing a special prize I today. I was thinking about it all week. Were you? I <laughs> yes. love it. It makes me happy. So good. That was yummy. It was good. I could totally drink a whole. It does taste like Nesquik. Yeah, I like that a lot. Well, we have another surprise today too, don't we? Our pillow. Our pillow. I was like, pillow, pillow, pillow. Okay, so here's what we have. We got some fun pillows to spruce up Camper Chicks podcast room. And Anise and I had the idea that we've got this little pillow that's a coloring pillow. So it only seems appropriate that we would start with the state of Utah. But at the beginning of every episode, we are going to color half and half of each state i've got blue anisa has green i have green right i did the colors right right is green. that you did choose yes. that okay and then we will color the half the state uh if we've been there and obviously we both currently reside in utah yes. and so i felt like it was appropriate for us to start with the state of utah since utah. we're both here and it's kind of an obvious so if you want to choose the next state for us comment below leave us some feedback shoot us an email let us know what state you'd like for us to color next but today we're going to start with the state of utah utah I feel like that's appropriate. Otherwise known as the Beehive State. That's right. Otherwise known Beehiving. as Utah. Utah is rad. I had to I had to double check myself. I was like, wait, am I coloring the right state? I feel like that's pretty half right there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh I get the the There we are. You get to color that one. That one's for you. And then once we're all done, we'll make it our presentation pillow. So that way you can see all the places that we have both been. Pretty excited about it. I'm taking this seriously. I need to draw in the lines. Good luck because the color still bleeds. (laughs) I watched my blue kind of. I guess we got to kind of go on. Oh, Oh, look at how pretty. Ooh, (gasps) Look at that. Our first state officially colored in. I feel like the next one we should do is somewhere in the U.S. <laughs> we'll should we do it on the island of Alaska? Oh, oh, that one would be a fun one to should color. Um, what? Just Lily. Alaska is an island. <laughs> As you can see, it's not connected. People have to swim to get here. Short. Short story, quick, tell us, what did Lily do? So Lily, our lovely coworker, was very confused on her geography class, <laughs> thinking that Alaska, since, you know, Alaska and Hawaii, they have to put off to the side, you know, because Hawaii's in the ocean, and then Alaska's way up there, mm-hmm. so it doesn't fit on a map, I guess. <laughs> and so Lily was under the impression that Alaska was an <laughs> island. She didn't know how people got here. <laughs> From Alaska. She thought they swam. 
So now we tease her. We tease her often about it now. Yes. Oh, they keep story. us entertained. I love it. Good story. story. Oh my gosh. All right. So today we're going to go over the pros and cons of RV living based off of some feedback that we have throughout a few different Facebook groups for RV living. And so we're just going to kind of chat about that and discuss what uh, what we think about these feedbacks and, yeah. and kind of go from there. If so, they apply to us as well. Right, right. How we feel about it, how it makes us feel. Yeah. Yeah. And we sometimes see it out in the park too. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of experience it firsthand. Or people tell us. They do tell us. Yeah, they make sure to let us know. <laughs> we, we get to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, what's the first one you've got? So this one is from a gentleman named Chris. And I kind of resonate with this a bit. His con is barking dogs and screaming children. So. Did he have a pro? He did have a pro. It was easy to piece and on to the next. (laughs) (laughs) It was maybe more the pro that it caught my attention. Uh, Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Or the con. Sorry, it was the con. The con. Yeah, the con. How How do you feel about that? Barking dogs and screaming children. Here's the thing. I am not a human mother. I am a fur mother. Mm-hmm. And I get it. My dogs drive me absolutely bonkers. <laughs> I bark. And Yodel, the hound yodels. He doesn't he bark. Ooh. It's the best sound. We should ever. get a recording of his We howl. should absolutely get It'll a recording break of Break everyone's yes. ears. Yes, you guys have to hear it. If you have coon hounds, send us pictures. Yes, please. We love them. And They're big floppy yes. ears. Yes. But we know that they do yodel. They're yes. quite vocal. And I understand because it drives me nuts. And I'm people tell me that they think it's cute, but I'm like, no. Because I try to keep them quiet because mm-hmm. people generally just like the peace and the quiet. Right. Especially our being because, I mean, that leads into another pro and con, Mm -hmm. but like you can hear everything (laughs) in an RV. Yes. And, but at the same time, on the flip side, people are traveling with their dogs and their children too. Yes. You know, and I know from my experience, sometimes screaming children isn't my favorite sound Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the world, Mm -hmm. but. But what do you think the difference is between going to a restaurant and having screaming children or an RV park. And I think it also kind of depends too. Is it because they're screaming because they're throwing a fit? Mm-hmm. Are they screaming because they're having just as great of a time as yeah. you are? Um, you know, I think there's different variables yeah. too. I mean, no, of course, like, especially if I'm at a restaurant, I'm like, oh my gosh, come on. Like when I was a kid, oh, if yeah. we got out of line, like literally my parents would make us go sit in the car yeah. by ourselves and yeah. we would not get to finish our dinner and we would have to go sit outside by ourselves. Granted, it's a different time in yes. the world now, yes. but you know, I, I think it's definitely, there's like this fine line of respecting your neighbors mm-hmm. and understanding that. Yes, you you may have kids, but there's people that are retired, that their kids are grown, Mm -hmm. or they chose, you know, they don't have animals anymore. I think with with animals, it's so much harder, right? Because dogs are dogs, and they bark at things. They get startled, or they're excited, and they're protective. protective. They're at the dog park, and they're having a blast, like Toby. Toby goes to the dog park, and he's "Ah!" Yeah, like especially so when excited. there's a ball. Yeah, that's how Duke is. That's yeah. why we don't throw the ball for him. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think it's yeah. I mean, I think it's valid because I think maybe it kind of 
it kind of um, puts in perspective for other people to maybe just be a little more considerate Mm -hmm. of the other people around you. I think that's one thing that's a benefit of Aspen Grove RV Park is that our sites are not on top of each other. So especially if you go to a park where you're like, your slides are almost touching Touching, and like you are... (laughs) And it's almost invasive because yes. you've got people that are right on top of you. So you kind of hear each other's everything. windows. Good morning. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I don't know what, what you know. I don't. Well, I the way I perceive it, and sometimes I wish other people would perceive it, is the effort being made right. towards the dog's owner or the parents. Mm-hmm. It, if you see, like, for example... When Grace and Duke howl, bark, and Daisy barks at someone walking by, I put the effort in to try and pull them away, to mm-hmm. be like, hey, come on, let's be quiet, you know, or distract them. Right. And same with parents. Like, when I see them be like, oh, like, you're having fun, maybe settle down just a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, you know, the conscious effort of right. putting, like, trying to calm everyone down. I think people appreciate that. Right. I appreciate that. Exactly. And when I don't see that effort being put in and someone's just letting a dog just bark, 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 you know, just for yes. hours, then I'm just like, come on. Yes. <laughs> like, do you think it's the responsibility of, a, of an RP, RV park or campground at that point? If like, if parents or owners of animals don't handle the situation for other guests around them? Hmm. Good question. I think if it's excessive and for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. you know, because more than likely the person, let's say, departed from their RV and the dog's there, they mm-hmm. may not even know right. that the dog's barking. Right. You know. That's true. And I would hope the parents are around for the kids. <laughs> well, that's one of our, we require that yes. children may not be left here alone yes. for their own safety. So I mean, all the matter of being aware right. of what's happening Awareness, and putting yeah. in an effort to make sure you are trying to provide an experience for everyone else. Like you're not the only, everyone needs to realize on both ends of the party, mm-hmm. you have a responsibility to make sure that you're not imposing on someone else's. Right relaxation their trip you know right do you think that they're like I mean I feel like parks as well can kind of do their due diligence like we do the best that we can when when we ask how many adults children and animals are traveling in the party yes you know if they have kids that are traveling with them we kind of try to group all of the families with kids together back by the playground playground. yeah so that way and you know that's more of a kind of just less traveled area Mm -hmm. so they don't have to worry about really getting ran over but then it's kind of hard like how do you tell a child to use their inside voices outside yeah exactly you know it's like We are you. You gotta. I I think it goes both ways. I think people need to, you know, especially with today's day and age, just you know, wear some earplugs. Yeah. Put your headphones in, listen to a book, and kind of drone it out because at least the kids are outside enjoying the sunshine and having a good time and socializing. And that's a touchy subject. I think. I think that's a valid pro and con for sure. I think you know. I think everybody definitely has their feelings about it it's it's kind of tiresome to where you get to the point where it's like okay I can handle a little barking dog here and there but then when it's like non-stop for hours I mean we just had this situation the other day at the park didn't we yes we had a guest that pulled into the park his dog is very very 
anxious. Yes. Separation anxiety. Major separation anxiety. He had the windows down on the RV when he was checking in. The puppy dog was sitting in the driver's seat just barking and very upset and sad that her human was away from her. We had another guest that got a little upset that we then put him next to them. But at the point he got back in the RV and they got to the site, we didn't hear a single peep from the dog at all. I mean, and and again, dogs bark. Mm -hmm. But yes, doing what you can to control excessive barking. And it's just like a stick and brick too. Nobody wants to live next to somebody that a dog barks constantly. 24 hours a day. Yeah, That's a little frustrating. Yes, I I definitely believe that. It also, on the other side of things, people need to have a little bit more tolerance. Mm -hmm. Or hey, maybe look inside yourself and be like, what can I do to not impede on their, like what you were saying earlier, the kid's fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Airplugs. Right. Or watch TV. Yeah. Or how about you go outside and enjoy, not like a creeper. (laughs) (laughs) Some people actually do like listening to kids laugh and stuff because it reminds them of, if they're older, it reminds them of their kids, you know? Go talk to their parents. Right. If you want to have an adult conversation, go over there. Yeah. Talk to them. Yeah. Like there's ways around it. Yeah. To be a good human being. That's right. Yeah. Doesn't take much. Doesn't. No, but I understand the frustration. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I think we've all been there yes. for sure. And it can definitely become tiresome. And yeah. Okay. Are you ready for mine? Yes. Brett. Brett said <laughs> his positive is being able to go where the road takes you. It's a never ending adventure. And his con says that it makes it difficult for family to stop by. Here's a kicker. <laughs> Jean then replied to Brett saying, you listed two pros, winky face. <laughs> wink, wink. I can't wink. Well, yeah, I can. Oh, I'm a winker. Oh, that's too close to something else. Sorry, people from England. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... Um, yeah, I agree with Brett. I think it's definitely, it's definitely a major positive to be able to jump in your RV and go wherever you want to go and stay for as long as you want to stay. Or if, if it's not really your thing, you can pack up and hit the road again. Um, and I think, I think his con could definitely be a con or a positive for anyone with it making it difficult. I've heard, I've heard so many people say, oh, I love it because now my family can't find me and my kids can't move back in. It's true. (laughs) Plus, you don't really have enough room for more than two people in an RV. I mean, granted, there's families out there that they've got, you know, two parents and five, six children living in a camper. And I don't know how I power to you because I don't know how they could do it. It's a lot for two adults and a dog in my camper. And I got a 42 foot fifth wheel. (laughs) I know. No, thank you. They somehow make it work. And I'm just like, y'all. Yeah. I can't. Their storage ideas, though, are on point. Like, oh, man. I wish. Yeah, that's mm, power to them. Exactly. Rock on. You know, some people just also don't like their family. Exactly. That's true. Like we've said this many times, this day and age, people are kind of breaking away from Mm -hmm. family members that are toxic or don't bring them positivity Mm -hmm. that they need yeah so then kind of freedom 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 from family no obligation right and then you can pack up and go home for holidays and thanksgiving things like that and then when you're ready to go 
like uh like your guy like but peace. <laughs> what's his name cole or something I don't know. peace, peace. <laughs> Gosh, I, keep I know i don't know why i'm i'm all bobbly today so i'm just like keep whacking the finger i know it could be the strawberry milk. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great. We're doing awesome. What was his pro again? It was being able to go anywhere. Uh, yes, his pro was being able to go where the road takes you and it's a never ending adventure. Yeah. You know, I never got to experience that. I mean, that's why we wanted to do it right. in the first place, but we never got to. So, but you have. You've yeah. done it. I, I don't know if it was like you wanted to. Oh yeah. Or just like just No, I no, I think honestly even so it's a it's kind of a downfall cuz when you start by traveling and just bouncing around and you see all these different places and then you become kind of you kind of settle, right? Because you have a business that you're operating and you still get to go on weekend adventures and take adventures here and there. It's kind of sometimes I'm like I miss, I miss being on the road. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a little, you know, I'm like, it gets antsy. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to go. I, I miss bouncing around traveling and, and seeing different places and kind of exploring, spreading our wings and yes. fly. Like a beautiful butterfly. I'm a beautiful butterfly. Or a pigeon, if you will. Oh, I'd rather be a butterfly than a pigeon. Cuckoo. <laughs> they go, oh no. <laughs> That's an owl. <laughs> Ooh. Pigeon carrier. They walk like this. <laughs> walk like a pigeon. And then when a car comes, they're like, oh my God. They're like, car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, who's your next one? What do you okay. got? Who do you got? I like um, this one. It kind of goes, does like a complete turn. Mm. Is like Justin, turn. he mentions a con as the RVs becoming cheaply made. nowadays which i'm like y'all yeah and then um meeting new people this is this is pro oh yes (laughs) yeah so interestingly enough we had a guest his name was ernie and whenever he brought he had bought a brand new grand design Mm -hmm. and when he got it delivered the stairs weren't even mounted in the RV. They were just basically sitting there. <laughs> and so the problem was 2020 hit and all yeah. these people wanted to go camping. They, they, that was basically their only avenue to be able to travel because everything was shut down. And so RV manufacturers just started pumping out RVs like hotcakes and things were missed yes. over and over just like silly little things. Yeah. And um, yeah, I really, I agree with that. I, I think I don't think we would ever buy a new RV ever no. again at this point. I think we'll always buy used. Yeah, yeah. We were looking at new ones, and I mean, obviously, we couldn't afford the new ones, but they just didn't seem like they were made properly. Mm-hmm. And I was scared. And every older one that we found, we're just like, this is well built. Yeah. Like you could feel the sturdiness of right. it. Plus you can tell that they're heavier. Like yes. their, their dry weight is yeah. heavier. That's because it's real wood. Yeah. So it made me more confident in renovating something that was a little older mm-hmm. than buying something new. Right. It's just, it's nerve wracking because RVs are, can be damaged so easily. So easily. Yeah. Water can, damage, anything. Yeah. And just the light one made me a little uneasy because we get winds here 
Yeah. I need that yeah. rock to keep me down. That's true. <laughs> I want my house to stay on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good point, Justin. That's yeah. a great point because that's definitely an issue and hopefully the manufacturers will get back on the path of exactly properly making sure that RVs are sustainable. Yeah. Sustainable. Nice yeah. Long. Yeah. Even it should, and it shouldn't matter if people are full-time RVing or not, like yeah. they should definitely be built for people to be able to, to stay yeah. in them, whether it's a weekend or, um, I do like his pro though, meeting new people. I feel like that could go, go either way <laughs> for me at least. I think that's valid. Yeah. I mean, it's always th- when you meet the good people, I right. guess. That makes it worth it. You have the great neighbors. Yes. When you have good neighbors who are respectful or like tell you fun stories or listen to your stories and your experience. Right. I'm sure it's so much fun. Kind of making those connections. Yeah. I love meeting new people here. It's so much fun. Okay. So we have Tony and Tony's pro was seeing cool places And Tony's con was then traveling to get there. What? (laughs) I feel like traveling to get there is half the fun. Yeah. Unless you don't have good luck, I guess. That could be a valid point. Yeah, Tony. What's your luck like whenever you're traveling that you would make that a con? Yeah. Because I feel like it's so much fun just kind of like I, one of my favorite things about traveling where we're going is kind of like scouting for cool little spots, like little historic sites and stuff on the way. And it's kind of half the fun of, of, you know, the adventure to your destination. That's what I'm thinking. Right. And, like, you get to ha- spend time with whoever you're traveling with, whether it's yourself. Yeah. You or find your yourself. Other person. I have hair in my mouth. Uh, mm, uh, nothing like a good hair. Mm, yummy, yummy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can see also his side. He probably hasn't had good luck because people break down. True. Potholes but are the worst. It's the worst. It's Wind. Like earthquake. Variables, I guess. You know, yeah. weather. Going through passes, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Path- passes are always a rough toll yeah. on your RV, even if it's even a truck. Yeah. Like, you know, that trucks can overheat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then trying to find, like, the safest route. Oh, yeah. That's true. Making a boo-boo if you go the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not meant for bigger yes. RVs yes yeah that and can definitely I'm sure that's scary not ugh. I guess it also depends on how well you plan your trip mm-hmm. ahead of time or if you're just kind of you know on a whim yeah. person and you just go as you go you can find yourself in quite a predicament yes mm. quite a pickle yes and nobody likes to be in a pickle no one no. but they sure do like to eat them I love to eat pickles I don't mm. <laughs> give me all the pickles can't have barbecue without some pickles on the side I that's for sure beans. I love beans too Bite bean. I like ranch style <laughs> beans baked beans Bite. pinto beans black eyed peas better. are black eyed peas <gasps> considered beans black eyed peas yeah they look like beans. Are those like little, they kind of look like lentils? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's not a bean. Maybe it's not a bean. But. But I do like beans. And I like the black eyed peas. Ah, uh, they're yummy. Yeah. Add a little spice I to them. I love the musical group. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, you like black eyed peas? I'm surprised no. that. I, was gonna say, <laughs> I don't think I've ever I tried them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, seeing cool places. Where do you? Th- well, even if you have traveled in an RV, what where do you think the coolest place you've seen was? Ooh, I don't know. I've seen lot. I have seen lots of cool places. I think when it comes to historic places, I think the coolest I've seen is Pearl Harbor. Oh, that's really in Hawaii. Cool. Yeah, I've never wow. been to Hawaii. It's fun. I want to go. I suggest going to any island that's not Oahu. <laughs> Is that the tourist island? Yes. Or? Oh. It's cool to see the memorial. Mm-hmm. Like it is the weirdest sombering. Like what do you, sombering? Sombering? Somber. Yeah. Feeling like, going there. And yeah. I'm not a history buff. eerie. Yeah. Especially dr- like fly. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> going on the ferry. Oh. You don't fly on a ferry. <laughs> you don't? No. <laughs> going across the their way there to the um, Arizona Memorial. Oh, seeing all the other sunken ships. Oh, one of them's Utah. Really? Yeah. When you see Utah, you kind of get chills. Oh, because you're just like, oh, yeah, that's my state. <laughs> yeah. Was and it USS Utah? Is yes. It the ship was the USS. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So the then going to the actual memorial is really cool. Yeah. But you get to see like the oil coming up from really? the rig. Oh, really? Yeah. But I, I'd neat. say that's probably... Hawaii's Oahu has other cool things like Diamond right. Head and volcanoes. Mm-hmm. So, volcanoes are cool. Yeah. I think, I think historically. That feeling of like how you felt at Pearl Harbor, that's how it was with when I went to the 9-11 Memorial yeah. in New York. It was a very like... Like your chest almost gets tight. Yeah. When I went, oh my gosh, this was years. This is... They were building the 9-11 memorial yeah. at the time when I went out so there wild. and so it was still like they were still cleaning up mm-hmm. a lot of it because gosh I want to say it was 2007 yeah 2008 that I went out there mm-hmm. and it just like um, it's emotional yeah and it's oh it's like heartbreaking yeah. and it just kind of like takes your breath away that it's there but i would have to say the coolest place i've ever seen has got to be glacier national park oh i want to go there so bad (laughs) i so it was on my bucket list literally for 10 well at that point eight years Mm -hmm. that i had told jonathan i was like please take me to glacier national park like i want to go there i want to see the 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 mirror lake and we finally went for other circumstances uh, and helping somebody that was staying at a park at our park at Aspen Grove and her name was Jan and we were helping her get her yeah. wheel and her truck back to yes. home and she just so happened to live in Columbia Falls which is like what? 20 minutes from Glacier National Park so we made a trip out of it and went up there and oh absolutely magical it was amazing yeah it's beautiful you would love it for the photography yeah it's gorgeous where did you go so we went to the we went to actually my favorite one was probably Hidden Lake. Okay. So you it's what we was so much fun because we actually rented a side by side out there Ooh. and we drove the side by side through Glacier National Park and they let us and there was no issues and it was like you're all open so yeah. you can see everything and we got to take more of like the off-road side roads that a normal car can't take and we went to the Hidden Lake which was off this it was super rocky like I don't know how some of the cars with the low clearance that they had were making it out here I cannot remember the little building that was out there maybe somebody can drop it in one of the comments and help us out here but there was this other little path that you could it was super like easy walk out to this little like building that was a home that people lived in a long time ago I don't remember exactly (laughs) all the details but 
we took, it was a pretty easy path, but we were the only ones there. Yeah. And both of us had bear spray in our hands oh, ready to go. Cause as we were it? walking, I did like, I felt this feeling that something was watching us oh, and no. it was kind of eerie and yeah. creepy. And I'm like, just waiting and ready. But then there was like deer that they would just like walk out and walk in front of us and we would just stop and lots of like little wildlife. But I definitely felt like I was being hunted when we we're on this path. But we got out to this lake and the way that like the water was so still, so crystal clear. And the way that the mountains and the trees in the background reflected off of it, it created this almost three dimensional look to it. We just sat there and ate our little lunch and I waited for a bear to try to come steal my sandwich from me. And we just enjoyed like, I think we spent like an hour and a half, two hours just sitting by this lake, enjoying it. It was absolutely magical. I it, loved it. And that's Hidden Lake? Hidden Lake. When you were describing it, I was like, almost like a mirror. Kind like of. Mirror Lake. I it's thought you were like talking about Mirror Lake. I was like, but Mirror Lake is like mirrors. one of the bigger, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, we went to that too and it was really neat because you could see, because the water was so clean and mm-hmm. clear and you could straight, see straight to the bottom and yeah. you have all these different colored pebbles. Yeah, I've seen pictures. <laughs> and it's so like, it's just so refreshing that there's places, because then you go to other places that have just been kind of ruined by yeah. human beings yeah. and it's dirty and it's nasty and people don't clean up after themselves. They don't pack in or pack out what they pack in and it kills me. And then of course you get a ton of tourists that are from other other countries so you know they don't really think about things like that when it comes to keeping our national parks and our and our state parks clean and and nice for the next person but yeah mirror lake is definitely more of like the touristy spot and it's super easy you don't i don't there wasn't even a trail to to walk to to. you could drive around and then park and walk to down like little literally like a little tiny 20 walk to get to mirror lake and enjoy it but it was still absolutely gorgeous but hidden lake was just a little more intimate and Mm. private and i think once we were going to leave there was one family that was walking back Mm. that way so it was so it was much less the path less traveled yes for sure i I want to go there maybe i'll convince luke for our anniversary. Yes. Because we were going to go to Kanab. And then I'm like, it's going to be a billion degrees. Billion degrees. And yeah, that's do something different. How many times have you all been to Kanab? Once. Oh, really? Yeah, just me oh. just by myself for a photo shoot. <laughs> Luke hasn't even been to Kanab? I don't think so. Born and raised in Utah. <laughs> And isn't that crazy though, how it's like that people that grow up in places that have these amazing, you know, natural areas that so many people come to visit and then we don't even, we don't even go and visit them. It's like the spiral jetty, which is, you know, 30 minutes away from Aspen Grove RV park, which is really neat. And you can actually walk out on the great salt lake, like the fossilized salt beds. And it's great at sunset because you see the reflection off. It's absolutely gorgeous. But it took us two years to go to the spiral jetty after we moved here. (laughs) It's like... It's just rocks in a circle. I know, but it's still neat. I thought it was really neat to walk out on the salt oh, beds themselves part, yeah. and like wa- be able to walk out to the water. And I like collected little salt crystals that we actually have in the office. I put them in there so people yeah. could see what it was. But I thought it was neat. And the surrounding, like, like I said, at sunset is, I think, the best yeah. time to go because you get the reflection off the mountains and then the, the mountains are reflecting off the water because it's actually really still up there too. Yeah. The water is really, really 
really calm and it really makes for a gorgeous backdrop. I enjoyed it. Have you been to the salt flats? The Bonneville salt flats? Sure have. I've actually raced on them that bad boy. I got some videos of the Jeep just flying on the salt flats. So cool. I tasted the salt flats. (laughs) Was it salty? It was. (laughs) So funny story. When we went to the spiral jetty, I picked it up when Jonathan wasn't looking. Yeah, I licked it. I was like, does it really taste like salt? Yeah. It does taste like salt. You know how many people probably pick it up and try and eat it? I wouldn't want to like take a crunch out of a salt rock. (laughs) Maybe we should go out there and collect it and sell it as candy. (laughs) See what people's reaction. (laughs) Like a good salt lick for a human. It is a salt lick. I love salt licks. Yeah. Have low iron, lick some salt. (laughs) Is that what I'm supposed to do for my anemia? I, I I don't know. Did you just make that up? I did. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Who's your next one? Who you got? I like this one. It is from a lady named Angela. Um, her pro was that her husband was able to retire sooner um, at the age of 52. But her con was that they wish they would have done it sooner. Can I tell you, since we said that, because I've got Greg, who's positive was it's a great life, and his con was I didn't do it sooner. Yeah. And I think you hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the same way. You think so? I, I always wonder what it would have been like if we, if instead of buying the house, we- Just went straight to RV. Went straight to an RV or a small home, you know, not, yeah. not as nearly big as what we had. It's good good for him for being able to retire early, 52. Yeah. Like, that is that is a great age to be able to retire and yeah. enjoy your time. And I think and I think I hear that so often. And especially when Jonathan and I started full-time RVing and we had our work camping job, we heard so many people that would give us the feedback. They were like, you're so young. I wish I would have done it when I, when I was your age. Yeah. Because I was like 23 and Jonathan was 31, I think. And, um... Yeah, so we were super young in the RV world whenever we got started. Yeah. But people do, they think they're like, gosh, I wish I would have done this sooner. Like, why not? Yeah. So you if you're it. contemplating it, why wait? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Nike. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Nike. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like I have to say that or else we'll get sued. Do you think if you would have started sooner that you might have actually traveled a little bit more in the oh, RV yes. before settling down a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Seen a For little sure. more spaces. I think we would have gone many places. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we wouldn't have come back to Utah. Could have fallen in love with somewhere yeah. else. And that's a valid point. I don't know. Utah is pretty freaking awesome, though. Yeah. We have traveled from the east to the west coast. Mm, at least 10 times, if yeah. not more. And Utah is probably both of like mine and Jonathan's favorite place we've been to. Granted, yeah. it is a very close runner with Colorado. Utah yeah. and Colorado have a lot of similarities. Colorado is a little cooler, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, we when we would spend time in Woodland Park, it was up the mountain, like yes. elevation of, I think it was like 8,000 feet elevation mm-hmm. because Woodland Park is still it's still below the mountain of Pikes Peak because yeah. Pikes Peak is 10 or 11,000 feet elevation. Oh, so the weather was always amazing. That's the dream. But yeah. Have you been to Colorado? I have. What I've part? been to Eagle. Eagle? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I did a wedding there. Oh, yeah. That's 90% of your travels. Yes, cause. is most of it. Photography, <laughs> photography, yeah. Working. So you haven't Working. really. Do you get to enjoy the places you're you're going to when you're kind of more it focused depends. on? Yeah. That's the, that was the point of me going to RV life mm. is to enjoy it. Yeah. Because I would go there. I'd fly the day before, shoot the wedding, mm. get up super early and come back home the next day. Oh. Because the next weekend I had another wedding out of town. Right. So I didn't get to enjoy it, which was sad because I've been to really cool places. Yeah. I did get to enjoy Hawaii. That's why we you went did. to Hawaii the two times that we went was for weddings. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So we I did make sure to enjoy spend it. Spend some time there. Yeah. I wasn't going <laughs> to fly one day in Hawaii. No. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be super disappointing yeah like you don't even especially so have you so hawaii you've the the two times is that the only times that you've gone yes. is those two times that you went out for work yes but how long so did you stay a few extra days or we spent about a week nice for both nice yeah i like it i would have wished i wish we would have stayed longer yeah yeah i love hawaii i wouldn't live there I though <laughs> everyone's always like i'd live there like, no. i don't think i would live there it's so expensive it's expensive. just like comparison and everything and then the natives don't like outsiders but you you could pull it off i could yes <laughs> everyone thinks i'm hawaiian sometimes or polynesian i get that a lot too i've gotten yeah. like polynesian alaskan pacific islander asian yes of all sorts i remember when I someone thought i was too and i was like think it no not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no. <laughs> but I just, I don't think I really look like anything though. I don't think so either. Like, I don't feel like we're I, just both so different and unique. Uh, yeah. We're awesome. We are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well, I think that's a, I think that's a great point. Yeah. I really think not doing it sooner. So again, if you're contemplating RV life, just do it. What's the worst that would happen if you don't like it? You can go back to. You're yeah. normal. Why not try something? Or you could always get a camper or something just to t trial test it. Test it out. Test it out. Spend a couple months and see if it's something that you enjoy. Find somewhere that you would be interested in seeing and yeah. exploring and test it and go from there. And if it doesn't work out, you still have something you can go out Back and to. do. Right. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a permanent thing. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's great to have a little home on wheels. Yes. Weekend warriors. Yeah. Just get away. Get away. I love it. I love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I've got Kimberly. And Kimberly, I liked this one because her pro was I can clean in an hour. Yes, I have a bunch of those. <laughs> and her con was no bathtub. And I felt like I really related with Kimberly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I had that idea too. I, yeah. Because I literally like I seriously and I think that's one of the reasons why I would never go to a house ever again is because all of the cleaning and I have oh. OCD and I clean every single day it's like I designate an hour to clean my bathroom make the bed yeah. you know sweep my floors yeah. dust do the dishes mm -hmm. extra bonus when my dishwasher is working so I just yeah. toss those bad boys in there and wash them <laughs> themselves the dishwasher. but I miss a bathtub you don't? I'm not a bath person. No? No, I think it's because I had bad experiences because I'm bigger than normal bathtubs. <laughs> so I You're felt, tall. I felt like a 
walrus. Oh, no. But it's because the master bathtub wasn't working. Oh. So I tried it in the other one, and I was mm. like, well, I fit as a kid. Here's <laughs> the thing, I though. <laughs> I will say I'm a, little, I'm a little snobby when it comes to bathtubs. A, I'm freaked out because I don't feel like they're ever clean. Mm-hmm. B, I want it to be like a jacuzzi tub yeah. if I'm going to do a bathtub. I can't. So I, I guess I can kind of, I would say maybe like a 50-50 with a con agree with that. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like really don't care. And I just want to get my shower and get it done yeah. with. But sometimes it's nice to just soak and relax. Yeah. So I take advantage of it when we're going somewhere. If we're going to go stay somewhere and, and I have a hotel, yeah. I make sure to get me a little bath bomb and some bath salts Aww. and maybe a little candle. A little and, TLC for yeah. yourself. I like to soak my feet because it gets yeah. so dry. So I it's know, nice to just... Especially in Utah, yeah. I feel like a crocodile, so I want to like soak and absorb all the oils. Yeah. I don't see how we're in a drought ever because Utah sucks the moisture out of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a valid point. I just came up with that. I like it. <laughs> That's logical. Yeah, should Utah. have enough. Should have enough moisture from all of the human bodies, just, <laughs> just sucking the life right out of us. Poopy <laughs> Utah. How many? People did you have down that mentioned that they a could lot clean? like a lot of people mentioned cleaning mm-hmm. a lot of people like this one endless showers they miss that mm-hmm. um I'm just I'm I just can't take long showers or baths well, I do what needs to be done that's and I exit well that's why I've got Jennifer that she said her pro was I do what I want but her con was navy showers but I feel like oh I don't have to do a navy shower that's for sure I th- maybe she's talking about it being fast, yeah. like being quick showers. Because I do, even with it, even with an endless hot water heater. Mm-hmm. If Jonathan takes a shower, like he can take like a good 10, 15 minute shower, and I have to wait at least thirty minutes after really? he has taken a shower for me to have a good solid 10, 15 minutes of hot water for my shower. Oh. But it also the longest thing for me is washing my hair. Yeah, it like. It takes Look me forever. Us. We're voluminous, luscious locks. We have locks. luscious locks. <laughs> this takes, it takes time. It does. And sometimes I feel like if the water pressure is not great, like it takes me even longer. Then you feel the shampoo <laughs> stuck in your head. And I, it feels gross because then I feel all greasy and nasty yeah. after yeah. I try to dry it. And you got to like, do it right. You do. I almost need like a bucket that I can just kind of dump over me and... Do you have a bucket? I was going to say, I'll do it for you. Oh, <laughs> you're so thoughtful. I yes, love you. I'm being thoughtful. I'll wear a swimsuit. You can come wash my hair for me. <laughs> that take away from the fun? I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Bill. Uh, tell us your excited. thoughts. If you live in an RV, yeah. do you miss a bathtub? Do you have to take fast showers? Do you have an endless hot water heater or not? So give us some feedback. Tell us your thoughts on that. I think that's a, yeah. I think it's an interesting point for sure. For sure. I like this one um, because I feel like it also can go both ways. Mm-hmm. It can be cost efficient. Yes. I got a lot of comments. Um, this one, I, I have an arrow pointing to Jacob. Oh, yep. It's from Jacob. Because <laughs> he mentioned the pro is it's cost efficient his con was constantly feeling like I have to downsize. Ooh. He's, he mentioned gathering things on the mm-hmm. road, which I can see that. Yes. But I want to focus on the cost efficient. Yes. Because it can be. It can. It definitely can be. Yes. But with anything, I feel like it's a learning curve and then things happen. 
Repairs need to be made. Oopsies are made. Right. You know, and then it can be as cost efficient as you want it to be. Exactly. Because you could be spending time at beautiful RV parks like us and we charge because of how awesome we are, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. So that's not really cost efficient. True. You know what I mean? True. Compared to boondocking. Right. So. Yes. I have Kevin. So Kevin said his pro was it's amazing. And his con was that it costs more than a living in a conventional house. Right. So again, I think that goes hand in hand with what you're saying. I think you can totally be in charge of the amount of money that you spend living yes. in an RV. Mm-hmm. And I think just like you said, if you stay at an RV park every single night or you're staying in an RV park on a monthly basis, then mm-hmm. yeah, of exactly. And month and RV parks are getting more expensive because there are, it's the demand mm-hmm. and they, yeah, I'm sorry, but you can't expect an RV park to not raise their prices based no. off of demand. Just like any other industry, airline concerts, rental cars, Airbnbs, every other industry prices are increasing. You go yes. to the grocery store, prices are increasing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the expectation of RV parks being cheap is a neck. it's it's the not stigma it is a stigma and I think it's the wrong way to perceive it mm-hmm. especially if you go to an RV park that is offering everything that they possibly can that mm-hmm. so that you are provided with this amazing guest experience of course of course there are parks that don't provide that mm-hmm. right and they're charging out the wazoo for just basically a parking spot mm-hmm that's not what we do. No. Like we definitely focus on creating this experience for guests and yeah, we're awesome. And of course, like we have bills to pay. We're still <laughs> yeah. a new park and we have to recover and recruit from the building process and, and establishing a new business. But I think I, like you said, it's you making it, you being in charge of how much you're spending. Yeah. If you like, if you're going in boondocking, like I love boondocking. I yeah. love getting away from the RV park and just kind of finding our own little spot in the middle of nowhere and being able to see the night sky and yeah. feeling at peace and mm-hmm. just having your own space. You can boondock. And if you're, if you invest the money initially into your RV to set it up for the capabilities of boondocking with mm-hmm. solar, with larger water tanks or having, you know, um, access like accessible exterior water tanks. Like we have these huge water jugs that we take. Yeah. The blue ones, the right? blue ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like 55 gallon drums that we take down to like Glamis when we're going down to Glamis for a week and there's nothing down there. And, uh, we'll fill those up. And then we've got like this little external water pump that we just, Oh Yeah. Fill the fill the RV right back you up don't with siphon it. Siphon it. Do we have siphoned it? Jonathan has siphoned it before because I we didn't understand. have a water pump at that time. I don't either. It doesn't make sense to it me. It doesn't. All they do is put the tube in, and it's like squirting out. I'm like, how does that? I happen? guess you like create the pressure. It's like you're. I I don't know. It just happens. It just it happens. Works. Science. Science. Do you have any Bill scientists Mike. out yeah. there? Yeah. Can we get an explanation of how exactly siphoning works? Where do you, you want to know? Were you about to say Bill Nye? The science guy. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but I think, uh, yeah, I, but I think just this concept of it costing more than living in a conventional house, because I think too, like, yes, things go wrong in an RV and you have to fix yeah. them. But I also 
think that there are there's so many things that you have to constantly fix on yeah. a home yeah. too there's plumbing there's lawn care lawn yard care. care tree care everything else and you know yeah. I just I don't know I, I think it's hard for me to really relate to that one yeah. because I feel like we have always lived so much on a budget and mm-hmm. have really been conscious about our spending and how we're putting our funds and then granted for us you know, if you bring work camping into uh-huh. it, then you're trading your site for working at a, a campground. And that can vary anywhere from part time to full time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there's definitely ways to reduce. But granted, there's some people that just like to spend money mm-hmm. and they will yeah. just spend money because they've got it and they're a little frivolous about it. And yeah. that can create that stigma that it is more expensive to live in an RV than in an actual house. Well, when you go buy a brand new Dodge Dooley and a 2023 motor or fifth wheel. Right. With all the, what, what do they say? The hoots and nannies? Uh-huh. No. Bells and whistles? Bell- <laughs> oh. What are ho- hoot and nannies? Hoot <laughs> Is that a, sl- oh no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know where you were going with that one. I meant bells, bells and whistles. And whistles. I think that's yeah I mean yeah you go out and buy the biggest baddest thing and it's outside of your means and you're having to pay $700 a month for a truck payment and then another $700 a month for a camper there's $1,400 right there you could absolutely you don't have to buy brand new you don't have to but if you can good for you good for you (laughs) but if you also are going outside of your means and spending more money that because you like here's the thing People think, oh, I'm have, you know, you get this retirement or whatever, or you saved up money and you're like, oh, I have all these funds that I've had saved up. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. This is do, 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 I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Instead of thinking about the future and thinking ahead, they're just thinking in that moment. Yeah. And yes, you've got the funds right then and there. But what about six months to a year down the road when you're going to be struggling and scrounging and then you're going to say, oh, this is so expensive. I can't do this. Well, yeah. You didn't yeah. think about that in the beginning. You were just yeah. like blind, you know, what's it, jaded yeah. by, oh, this is exciting, which it is. Yeah. But you have to be conscious and smart. It's definitely not. You're, it's not a fix all if you're having no. money problems. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. And what so. was his pro again? So that was his pro. His con was downsizing. Mm. So, you know, kind of like. You've told me before you think storage units are pointless. I do. Yeah. I really do. I, and that's one of our biggest things, especially whenever we have guests that are coming in for long, excuse me, excuse me. (laughs) When we have guests that are coming in for long term and we're so adamant about our site appearance. Yes. Keep your site clean. Why are you living in an RV Mm -hmm. if you have 5,000 items Mm -hmm. and you are like, have basically moved your stick and bricks into an RV. Yeah. I think storage use yeah, I think storage units are absolutely pointless. Like mm-hmm. why? For stuff to just sit there and you to be making a payment on something that yeah. you are probably never going to use again. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Sell it or give it away. Find somebody that or you know, donate it to a resale shop. Mm-hmm. Get rid of a storage unit. Storage units are what, like a hundred bucks a month? They are. Sometimes more, depending on the size. Mm-hmm. You have a storage I unit. I have a storage unit. My mom has like three storage units right now. And I'm like, get rid of I them. Have one. Good for you. At least you have one. Yeah. It's hard though. Well, it's not but- that it's hard. Well, it's more of the time consumption Ooh, mm-hmm. because um, we have a lot of things in there that we know we can get rid of. Right. It's just, 
finding the time to finding go time. and do it. Because, you know, Luke and I are so busy. Yeah. We need to, we can make time. I learned there's 168 hours in a week. Oh, that's a lot of hours. It is a lot of hours, and I don't use all of them, so no, you I don't. can find time. You sure can. <laughs> that's one less bill you would have. I know. That's I something do, you can spend it on. I do have one thing I cannot get rid of. What's that? My grandpa's chair. Oh, I feel that. I can't. Can you not put it somewhere? I need to get it reupholstered because I would like to put it in the RV. Yeah. I don't know how. Wait, no, I have a toy hauler. (laughs) If you put it in the RV and you reupholster it, what about the cats? What about? Oh, they're already destroying my other chair, so I think they'll focus on that. But if it's new and shiny like a fish. Mazikeen especially would be like, ooh, let me tear this up. She's like, oh, this is comfy. Murder muffins. (laughs) While she purrs. <laughs> Evil intentions. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. For, I, I, so Jonathan struggles with hoarding and he collects things and he wants to hold on to everything. He's like, I might need that. And I'm like, really? What do you want to hold on to it for 10 years to yeah. see if you might need it? So I magically secretly <gasps> don't reveal oh, my no. secrets. <laughs> don't reveal my secrets, but sometimes I just throw stuff away. And then he's like, have you seen this? I'm like, no. Oh, no. Where did it go? I have no idea what you're talking about. What is that? I do that, too. <laughs> it's okay. Do you know how many times Luke has brought in tools to inside the RV and then just left them there? Yeah. And I'll, be like, oh. and I'll be like, hey, can you put this away? Yeah, sure. Never gets put away. Would you like to hit the cricket sound? And then I put it away. Oh, it's still coming <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> and then I put it away, okay? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I put it away. And then maybe a week later, where's that tool? Where it's supposed to be. And the toolbox. Yeah, and then I throw things away too. Don't tell anybody our secrets. Yeah, he probably probably won't watch this. Perfect. <laughs> we don't want him to know what we really do. <laughs> maybe where, th- where things really disappear too. Maybe he'll learn them. I mean, put your stuff away. Yeah. It's a small space. I don't like clutter. So I'm like, yeah. I literally give him, I give Jonathan like five minutes. Yeah. If it's still there, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put you, this in the junk drawer. You, yeah, you put it where you are okay putting it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. in that moment, you're you're so overstimulated and yeah. overwhelmed. Because even just like this little pen oh. being in the wrong spot. And you're like, yeah. It makes me feel off. Yeah. And I like to have, I mean, it is, it's a small space. I want things yeah. organized. Like, exactly. As clean as you can make it. It freaks me out. I know. I have Melanie. So Melanie's pro was when you get tired of your neighborhood or your neighbors, you can pick up your house and you can move it. Yeah. <laughs> You definitely can. Or you could be nice to your neighbors I was and make friends say. with them yeah. and then you wouldn't want to move. I mean, granted, maybe maybe uh, Melanie had experience with screaming children and barking dogs. Maybe. Yeah. That could definitely. It's all about perspective, Melanie. However, her con. Oh, okay. That was her pot. Oh, that okay. was her that was her pro it was a very negative pro i know <laughs> Jeez, come on melanie, melanie smile <laughs> oh my gosh but her con spoke to me kind of okay because i feel like we may we have we have found a way around this okay. her con is she cannot have a garden oh melanie little do you know melanie 
You sure can have a garden. You sure can. So funny story. Yesterday, these guests were in the office. There was two couples. They were talking. Uh-huh. And one of the husbands made a comment about his wife's plants. And I said, sir, don't you dare. Don't. Knock a woman's plants. <laughs> There are so many ways you could do it. So you can have like little. So even if you can't have a full on garden, if you're constantly traveling, like literally, I mean, this would you would have to be like week by week, like constantly moving around. But even still, you could get smaller planters. Mm -hmm. You could do herb planters. You could do one specifically for just a a type of tomato. Yes. You could do one for a cucumber, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, or like if you're even if you're somewhere you go down to Arizona during the wintertime where it's warmer. You can still have a garden in yeah. Arizona in the wintertime. Lucky you. Yeah. And if you're there for six months, six months is plenty of time plenty. to have a little portable garden. And then you can get like a little portable greenhouse. Yes. If allowed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm My first garden before I built my boxes were in planters. Mm-hmm. And I got... Little baby zucchinis like this big. <laughs> I mean, they will only grow to they the size of the, big, of the container. <laughs> but, but I mean, but it's, it's totally doable. Yeah. Come Melanie. on, Melanie. Melanie. <laughs> We're picking on Melanie. You need to come to Aspen Grove and come talk to me and Anissa. Yeah. We're going to make your life better. Not yeah. to worry. We'll make it <laughs> Not to pick better. on you or anything, but... Cool. Okay, let's see. Who's your <laughs> Who's your next one? Dude, this one's kind of scary. Victim. Like, this is probably one of my worst fears. Yes. I don't... Maria. Okay, Maria, sorry. Maria. So, Maria said, I think her um, pro is freedom, mm-hmm. which we've kind of already discussed yeah. that. Um, but her con was weather. Like tornadoes and hurricanes yes because like me some people do have to do this not do this lifestyle but don't have a truck right you know yeah so you get to a place and you're like this is great this is awesome but then I wouldn't be able to move until Mm -hmm. I got a truck imagine people who are in tornado and hurricane zones no. And don't have the option of leaving. Like just recently we've had. Yeah. I've seen multiple. Scary. Yeah. RVs flipped. Mm-hmm. Even in California, who rarely, I think, right? <laughs> I don't know their weather. California gets earthquakes. They do get earthquakes. But I think I'd rather have an earthquake than. I would probably rather have an earthquake than hurricane or tornado. When we were living in Houston and we would have hurricane warnings, oh God. And then we were like, there would be so much flooding, like the potential of flooding oh, because yeah. Houston's just a giant Flat. concrete city. Luckily, the the land that we were staying on when we were in outside of Houston was like a hundred year flood land. So the likelihood of it flooding was very low, but we got tornado warnings all the time. And like literally instantly you go, you have to bring, you bring in all your slides, you lower your jacks as much as you possibly can. And then sometimes it's best if you can to actually connect the trailer to your vehicle. So that way you've got that extra weight on there. Um, But get out of the RV. Yeah. (laughs) Don't don't stay stay in in it. No. Don't stay in there and and think you're not going to get yeah. Dorothy away from the camper. <laughs> you're not going to be in Kansas anymore. No, you won't. No. You will surely get flown. Yeah. Oh, scary. But I tell you what, hurricane tornadoes terrify me. Yeah. I grew up with tornadoes and it would, the, 
so I've experienced earthquakes. I've experienced fires. I've experienced hurricanes, tornadoes, hands down. They scare me the yeah. most. Probably doesn't help that I watched Twister so often when I was little and the giant hurricane. <laughs> or t- giant They're tornado. just trying to prepare you. <sighs> it's stressful. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. Best of luck to you. If you ever get in that situation, just be wise. And I think it, not to like be rude and be like, you should do this. But if you're going to be in a place like that, maybe it's best if you are prepared. Yeah. And have that mode of transportation. Make it a priority. For sure. Like a, a pick Have an back. evacuation plan. Yeah. Oof. Scary. That's one of my worst nightmares, that and fire. Did you have another one? or? Oh, the other one was, and it's kind of one of those things you got to be flexible with, is busy seasons. Ooh. So mm-hmm. I can't tell you guys. She can't either. How many times we've been asked to put someone in the quietest spot in the park possible? <laughs> Well, I understand the meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. When you are traveling in an RV and expecting to stay in an RV park, there's nothing private. No. Unless it's, I guess, a specifically private RV park, which I've never been to one. I haven't either. You have neighbors. They're people. They have other beings. It's going to get busy. It gets busy. During the summer, people are all out. People have the right to be out. Right. They, she was just saying that it gets crowded and people, like it gets loud and her quiet is gone. I'm like, I understand that. But then maybe you could go to the mountains. Go boondock. DM. <laughs> I yeah. mean, what are, what I, that, it, it kind of kills me. Like what yeah. are people's expectations out of RV parks and what are your expectations mm-hmm. out of the team members that work there yeah. that your stay is going to be silent? Yeah. It's not possible. No. There's other people that. People make noise. People. Things make noise. The, the wind blows yes. and they can make noise. Like, it rains, it lightning and thunders. Well, you're probably watching TV in your RV. Right. <laughs> Surround sound. Uh-huh. Probably. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely like, don't have the expectations that you're going to go to an RV park yeah. and that it's going to be dead quiet because then you're going to be disappointed. So I had Tina. Tina's pro was seeing our beautiful country in the comfort of her own home, her home on wheels. And her con was finding a decent hairdresser to cut my curly oh, hair. Oh, that I poor liked thing. it. I know. I know. What was her name again? Tina. Tina. Mm-hmm. You poor thing. We feel for you, we Tina. We feel for you. Um, honestly, I think it, so maybe like, and if you're a hairdresser, that now is a full-time RVer and you're on the road and yeah. maybe like people that offer. have experience offer, like keep your, if you're going to be somewhere yeah. for a couple of days or a week or something, offer your services and get paid for it while you're on the have road. A have a card, yep. have reviews, like yeah. whatever you do to get clients. Yes. And then try and maybe even make a freaking, what's it called? Group on Facebook mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. RV hairstylist. Yes. So you can all connect. Yes. And if you're at a park or someone knows you're at a park, they can go there yeah. and they'll you know come I mean? pay you to get your hair done. Yeah. Who doesn't want their hair done on the road? Yeah. I think that's a valid point, Tina. Yeah. Tina. Valid. Good. Yeah. Especially for curly hair. Yeah. Because there are not a lot of people that specialize in curls Mm-mm. and a lot of people will butcher the heck out of someone yeah. with curl ha- curly hair and it's a, yeah. No respect. None. 
and they just do it wrong. Mm -hmm. And then you end up chopping off way more than you want because they don't know how to work with curls. Valid point, Tina. And I think definitely, again, going back to having your home on wheels, being able to pick up whenever you want to go, seeing a beautiful country. There are so many people that never leave where they grow up and do not see what the U.S. has to offer. And we have an amazing country. We have so many incredible spots to visit. So many national parks, state parks. Historic sites. Yeah. There's so many cool things about the U.S. and things that people wouldn't even know existed. Yeah. Until they went and saw it. Well, do you have any others? Um, I think those were all of them because you went over some of the ones that I was going to say. So we've, I think. I, I think that there's probably a lot of pretty so commonalities many, yeah. between pros and cons between people. And I don't think a lot of people understand that everyone has probably the same pros and cons. Yeah. Just the way you look at it. True. Because someone's pro could be their con. Yes. Vice versa. For sure. So... Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, this is going to be funny. Stacy said the shaking <gasps> of the RV. The motion with the ocean. <laughs> or <laughs> You know. Well, how much shaking, Stacy? <laughs> when the RV's are rocking, don't, don't come, come knocking. <laughs> are you not like level? Are you not like utilizing your jacks and jack stands? Like my RV tripod. Do you have a tripod? On the front of the fifth wheel? Yeah. I don't. No, neither do I. No. But mine is stable. (laughs) Really? Yours shakes a lot? I need to get a tripod. We're moving our RV. You're moving it? Nate's going to push it back. Oh. It's way forward. I was like, where are you going? I'm leaving. On a jet plane. My heart was about to break. I was going to do... I was going to send you a video and see. Be like, bye. Oh, I would have cried. Oh. (laughs) I don't want to make you cry. Don't You would make me cry. Don't do that. I would be heartbroken. I would never like, just get up and leave. I'd be like, what? What's happening? No. We're just moving. Where are you going? I'm going to say we're moving. And then I'll be like, two feet. Two feet. <laughs> Gooper. <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe maybe once you get moved, get a tripod. stabilize your jacks. <laughs> get a tripod if that works. We yeah, have no, one. Even, <laughs> even my box. travel trailer, when we had Zoe, like um, even our travel, like we always, like we used cinder blocks yeah. and stuff to like stabilize it really well. Granted on the, the, the travel trailer has the front too that you can, oh, yeah, the, the fifth can, wheels don't, yeah. but yeah, my, my fifth wheel is like, she's solid. So your fifth wheel is solid. She's solid. Baby. Mine's not solid. She's a big girl though. Yeah. Solid wood. She is. So maybe all that weight helps. Yeah. I want to also get those wheel ones. The wheel chocks? Yeah. Mm, those are nice. I have nightmares about the wind blowing. <laughs> Roll, rolling you and away. And rolling us away. I'm not kidding. Whenever it says north winds or um, winds coming from the north, uh-huh. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh. It's going to blow us forward. It's scary. But the, the townhomes behind me actually block. They help block the wind like yeah. a lot that's what's nice about us having the shop on one yes. side and the mobile home on the other it definitely helps yeah. kind of yeah stop but the wind a little that bit. was her con that there was lots of shaking so i have shaking a suggestion Stacey. for you stacy the tripod that i got on amazon has amazing reviews mm-hmm. and it mentions said shaking oh. and how it helps i had fun today <laughs> me too there's so many pros like we could probably go on for, for hours a long time about pros and cons yeah I think it all just comes down to mentality like and you said. just kind of go with the flow, man. Yes. Go with the flow. 
that's a part of RV living yeah. is that just like you're not it's not the norm. Yeah. It is a totally different route and you don't have to live like everybody else. No. And like you said, one person's pro is another person's con. Yeah. And it's different for everyone. Exactly. It's all perspective. You remember that guest that was like Someone told me I had to learn the F word and we were both like, oh my gosh, what? And she was like, flexibility. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be flexible. You do. You gotta be patient. Like yes. I know not every situation is going to be perfect. And things are going to bug you. But if you have a positive mentality, your world is opens, your oyster. Is your oyster. And then you go on a magic carpet ride. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever it may be on whatever channel you're listening or watching to us on. One day we'll figure it out. We will. We're still working out the kinks, you know. So thank you so much for joining us today on Camper Chicks. We had a good time reading the pros and cons from some feedback we gathered for RV living. Yes. And we've got a lot of a lot of great content to come to bring to you. So we hope that you subscribe and share it with your friends, families, anybody that are like-minded people. We'll see you next time on Camper Chicks. Bye.